Yo, 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 what's good? What up? How's everybody doing? Listen, if you're hearing the robust, lush sound of my voice, that means you are locked into another episode of Hell is Round the Corner. And I am your host, Lou Cipher. And how y'all doing? <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. Y'all motherfuckers came so close. When I tell you fucking cat ass hair close to not getting the goddamn episode this week, Listen, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice or not, but I am tired. Very sleepy. It's been a long day, but, you know, I didn't want to skip a week and, listen, trying to stay on schedule and committed and all that kind of shit like that. And, you know, I scraped up some things to give a fuck about to talk about. So, you know, we here. You know, we're going to press forward together. We're going to go on here and get through this thing. Amen. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Before I really get started, I do want to give a quick shout out to two of my podcast brothers, my hashtag Pottern family. <laughs> I'm talking about Lonnie and Marlon over at the Who Raised You Hoes podcast, where if you're not subscribed and listening, you should be. <laughs> but um, they had me on their show this um this past week. On an episode called Sex Like Stray Cats. If y'all listen to me, you've heard that before, but we really get into it over there. It was we it was basically we it was a whole episode about the gay sex. And we talked about it all. We talked about the felching and the water, the, 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 the water shit that the kids like to do now. You know, we talked about DL niggas, the goddamn fetishes, churn fighting out here. It was a randy good time. And yeah, if you are at all interested in hearing a bunch of old gay men talk about a bunch of gay shit, then by all means, go over and listen to that episode. You know, um, also shout out to Chase Kennedy. You know, he was on um, too, and everybody over at the Sweet Talkers. Um, I'm going to try to um, put all that info in um, the description for this episode. So at your leisure, you can go and search everybody out and look them up and get into their shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, black LGBT content creators, we are all we got. And, you know, listen, the content is out there. It's just up to everybody to go listen. Amen. All right. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a really good time. That was also why y'all almost didn't get an episode this week. Let me tell you something. That was a two-hour conversation. And I was about to say, you know what? Hell, I talked my ass off over there. Let them go listen to that shit. But, no, yeah, we here. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me see what we kicking it off with. So, the first thing I do want to say is, um, twenty twenty two, sis, enough with the deaths. What the fuck is go like, nigga? Twenty twenty two kind kicked in the door with a grim reaper hood and her best black kitten heels. She taking every damn body. So this week we had um. I'm saying rest in peace to Andre Leon Talley, Meatloaf, Louis Anderson, Ian King, Regina King's son, um, Terry Mugley. Like, all these people died just in this week. And, you know, that shit is just wild to me. So it's like, you know, look, 2022, baby, you got 11 more months to go. I promise you, it's motherfuckers that you can, gla- that, 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 that you can take with you gladly. 
I ain't gonna say no names, but you know, a former. Let me not. Let me not. But anyway, I ain't gonna joke like that. But yeah, it's just like the deaths are out of hand. Listen, it's like Betty White just kicked it all off. She was like, "Let me show you how a bitch go down a slide." And all y'all jump down the slide behind her. You know, but you know, you will be missed and all that good shit like that. But yeah, like I said again, 2022, please slow down. You're doing a lot. Alright, and if I didn't mention this in the beginning, this is going to be a short episode. I feel like I said it before, but if I didn't, just, I'm, I'm telling y'all right now, this is not going to be long. Uh, let's see, next up, what we got? Um, Cardi B, she wins a libel suit against a, um, a blogger by the name of Tasha K. Basically, um, this has been going on for some years. Um, I want to say this is it's like pre-pandemic, like 2019, some shit like that. Well, the woman um, got on her blog and just started saying wild shit about Cardi. Like, you know, as far as her, you know, saying she was a drug addict, she was a prostitute, and, you know, she mistreated her child and all that kind of stuff like that. And so, you know, typically, you know, celebrities kind of take it on the chin. You know what I'm saying? When the media go at them crazy or whatnot, unless they get too crazy, then, you know, they'll send a cease and desist or some shit like that. But Carter was like, fuck that. I got time for this bitch. So she actually took the woman through court, like the whole nine yards. And she won. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. I, I promise you it ain't because Carter need the money. They said they, um, she uh, got awarded a million dollars in damages. Again, I promise you, Bell Khalees, a dollar is the last thing Bell Khalees need. It was the fucking point. These celebrities get tired, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're, the, I think we lose sight of the fact that they're people. You know what I'm saying? And I know that's cliche to say, but I mean, it, it, it warrants saying again. You know, the, they're people just like the rest of us. And don't get it, don't get it twisted. They, you know, a lot of them are ridiculous. But, you know, when you go to seeing, like, crazy shit like that, you know, that would affect anybody. And, you know, don't nobody want to be, nobody be telling them that they pussy burning and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That, that's a lie. You know, nobody want to be known as the cokehead out here in these streets, like, you know. So, it's just like, y'all, you know, and, and when I say y'all, I, I guess I'm having to throw myself into that boat, too. Being that, you know, I done jumped in the whole consecrated lane and all that kind of shit like that. But, yeah, we just can't get on here you know, going at people crazy and sometimes allegedly don't cover it. You know what I'm saying? So just, yeah, keep that in mind. Now, I'm sitting up here saying all this. Now, watch before the end of this shit. I better cuss out one of these motherfuckers and call them all kind of bald-headed, booty-scratching assholes. But, you know, we're going to see where we end up. <laughs> um, Let me see. Other thing I wanted to talk about. Well, these two are really kind of going to run together because I got so many feelings about this. I want to preface it, preface each one first, because I don't want to get to the end and forget my point. I, I chess up for straight black men a lot. Anybody know me know black men are my favorite, you know what I'm saying? I love black men. I think we are the salt of the fucking earth, even though, yes, a lot of us are trash. But listen, I, I love us, God damn it. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we some dope motherfuckers. We amazing motherfuckers. But let me talk to some of y'all real quick. Especially my straight black men. Y'all and this hatred of women is getting real. And, and again, pardon the cliche, but it's getting really weird now. Um, you know what I'm saying? 
It's just like I've said this so many times on here, but I'm just going to reiterate it. So many of y'all niggas would be gay. Like dead ass. If if there was no no stigma associated with homosexuality the way it is in the black community, you know what I'm saying? And like if niggas had like a pussy on their hip or some shit, y'all would really be gay. Because you niggas hate women. And it is just, and, and, and here's the thing, it's one thing to have opinions on women and everything like that and hold them accountable because, hey, I, I say it all the time, you know, black women do have an issue with accountability, but that we're not here for that today. It's okay, it's okay you know, to, 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 you know, like, stand your ground, all that kind of shit like that, but the way y'all just snip at them is giving beta male little dick energy, and I just don't understand whether y'all know that or not, and it's bad that a gay dude gotta be the one to say it really gays in general we be the ones telling y'all niggas y'all out here acting like straight broads because it's just like what is this thing that you okay let me stop i'm, I'm, I'm running on tirade here <laughs> what i'm talking about the first thing i'm talking about there's a podcast um i didn't even bother to get the names of the host but it's the, it's called the fresh and fit podcast and and neither one of these niggas look neither fresh nor motherfucking fit you know what i'm saying like just must and slovenly you can call it that but it's um it's these it's 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 these two well I say one and a half black dudes because I'm not entirely sure where the light skin when he is but it's it feels like it's a lot there but you know yeah but um they um they all it is they two niggas that run a podcast and in the last couple of weeks they've had female guests and they just treated them all like shit like they give them their ass to kiss. Um, I don't know who, I forgot who it was, but, um, a woman walked off of their show, I want to say two weeks ago, and it made some headlines and, um, it made some waves on the TL, but I forgot who it was, but, um, so this week, Brittany Renner, she's on, so I don't know too much about the Brittany Renner girl, all I do know is that she is a pretty well-known purveyor of pussy, and, you know, she has a little bit of a reputation, but, you know, she, listen, she put herself under the right people and now she's, you know, doing things. So, you know, she got a little name for herself and, hey, you know, more power to your mama. But she was on there and they, um, and apparently before she got on, there were jokes about her. Like, oh, you got to watch women like her, this, that, and other between the hosts. So what she did was she waited till the camera started rolling when the, when the, when the mic was hot and she basically hit him with the, so what was that you said about me as far as, you know, you got to watch out for women like me, blah, 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 to the eyeballs. Let me tell you something. There's nothing I love more than seeing a nigga just sit right to somebody's optic stems and tell them what the fuck and why the fuck and who the fuck. I love that shit because ain't nowhere you can go at that point. And they tried to he he and him and her and everything. She was like, no. Nah. No, we here. Let's talk, nigga. What's up? Like, these, again, I'm paraphrasing. These were not her words. She, she actually spoke very, very well. You know what I'm saying? And they was just sitting there stuck on stupid because they didn't expect her to come and confront them that way. You know what I'm saying? And basically, G-check them, you know, and kind of and, and expose, you know, expose their hand and all that kind of shit like that. You know, and why I do th I do um, applaud uh, applaud her for standing her standing up for herself, and not only standing up for herself but doing it like you know, just bam hardcore. You know, like up, up against two weak ass men. 
You know what I'm saying? I applaud her for that. But this is where I really talk to us again, black men. Gay, straight, trans, whatever. Black men. It's these niggas that we need to be getting the fuck up out of here. Start going upside these niggas' heads. What is wrong with what what is wrong with us? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand what it is about us. You know, we do not check, we don't check each other enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, 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 I mean, again, you don't have to be so extreme as to, you. like I say, physically hit somebody like I suggested. But, you know, it ain't nothing wrong with stopping these niggas. Hey, bro, what the fuck? What you on? What, what, what like, what's, uh, you all right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, like, come on. You know, we tend to only hear each other. I'm guilty of that, too. I ain't gonna tell nobody no fucking lie. You know what I'm saying? I take things better if they come from another black man. Because I think that much of us. But I know it'll take it'll take us it'll take, it'll take us to hold us accountable. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, we really, we really got to do better. You know, the women out here really, she, she should have been in no situation where she had to go at two grown men like that by herself. Now, granted, if they wasn't as pussy as we knew they were, they would have flipped the table over on her. Then it would have been something totally different. That's why I say, as men, we got to start checking these other fucking men. You know, I'm the biggest cheerleader in the world for black men, but when we on some dumb shit, on some bullshit, I, I would be remiss to not say anything, any fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, just prime example. I'm going to tell this story. But every time I tell it, it kind of comes up. Anyway, but when I, when I talk about holding people accountable, this is what I mean. So way back, you know, in the days of antiquity, when I was in, um, I was going to community college back home. Uh, in my, I was in my late 20s. I want to say like 27, 28, so like, whatever, you know. There was this, I, there was a, um, it was an English, not an English class, I'm lying, it was an African American studies class, and I forgot the lady's name, it was a black lady, she was, and she, you know, she was an auntie, she was a, a fly auntie, you know, so she was about in her early, maybe her early 60s at the oldest, but you know, she was always, I forgot her name, but she would always come to class just so, you know, just neat as a pen, not a hair out of place, and just, you know, would take her time to teach our black asses about black ass shit. And it was this young cat in the fucking class. When I say young, this dude couldn't, it, at his absolute oldest, he had to be 20. You know what I'm saying? But what he would do is, um, the, way the, the, the way the desk was sitting, he would come with his pants literally like, I'm not even kidding. My nigga draws would be on the fucking, on the, on the fucking um, seat. Like his pants literally up under his goddamn kneecaps, and that shit already looked nasty as fuck anyway. But the um the the lady she told him like you know could you like make yourself decent when you come in, and it was like his the attitude he was like he would do it, but it was his attitude he would have with her that I just couldn't fucking stand. And one day he said something like under his breath at her or something like that, and I know she heard it. But, you know, I guess for, for lack of not having one to have conversation or like that, she ain't say nothing. So, at that point, you know, I wouldn't do this now, but, it, but this was me then. So, I was walking out of the class. He was walking in front of me. And showing up, pants all up. up the, the shit was terrible looking. So, I grabbed his ass. And so, he turned around. I said, look at you. You're so, uh, you want to hit me so bad, but you're scared. 
I remember telling them that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got your ass all out, but you can't even defend it. Shout out to my Uncle Bush. I got that line from him. <laughs> but, but that was, but, I mean, this motherfucker literally stood in that damn hallway. Now, I ain't do it in front of people and play him. I wasn't trying to do that. I was just trying to make a point. But he stood up there. I'm talking about, oh, you can see all the muscles in his neck straining. He's so fucking mad. But at the same time, you, you look at his eyes. This motherfucker scared to death. Because he'd know if he'd, as soon as he'd have swung, I'd have broke his legs in four different pieces. You know what I'm saying? So the point I was trying to make to him, I'm like, bro, you know, you can't even defend your ass from me, but you're going to show it to that lady in there when she when she told you, you know what I'm saying? Like, to, to cover yourself and all kind of stuff. She sit there looking at That woman shouldn't have to look at your fucking behind. You know what I'm saying? So long story short, from that day forward, the motherfucker pants was up every time he walked in that damn door. I think he dropped the class later on, but it was what it was. But I felt like I did my part. But that's what I mean when I say whole other niggas accountable. That's, look, I went too long on that. Wasn't trying to go that long, but, you know, anyway. But on to the next. So another black male podcaster. This guy is from South Africa. His name is Mac G. His real name is MacGyver something. Who would name their fucking black-ass son MacGyver? Like, these people just don't give a fuck with naming their damn kids. But anyway, um... Ari Lennox was a guest on his podcast. They did it over the phone. You know what I'm saying? And um, I wish I had the clip ready. And I do not. Because I was going to play it. It's a little short clip. But basically, she was on. And he asked, he proceeds to ask her. Like, um, he, she quoted some of her songs and some of her lyrics. Back to her. You know, she's just smiling about it and everything. Then he proceeded to ask her, so is anybody fucking you good? And she was, she was like, you could say she was, whoa, she was she, like, she wasn't happy about it. She's like, you know, that way, like, you know, she, she, she kept it cute on the mic, but you know, you could tell she was like, you, you don't know me like that. Don't come at me like this. So he's standing just laughing, thinking it's funny. Like, you know, I mean, you know, isn't that what your song saying? And I understand another, this, that, and the third. So, okay. I, I have, there are two sides to this. And give me a second, cause I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try to walk through them. But by the end of this, y'all probably not gonna like what I gotta say. First off, going back to what I was talking about earlier, what is it with you niggas and black women? You know what I'm saying. And here's the thing: it's never, it's never, it's never any, it's never a man who would, you know what I'm, who was like. It's never a man. You know what I'm saying? It's always one of these fucking stay look look stay at home full-time son looking ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude I'm talking about, Mac G, the one who was who pulled that shit with Ari, he lit, I'm gonna tell you exactly what he looks like. He literally looks like that cousin that your mama make you make you and your people take with her. Everywhere, everywhere y'all go, you gotta take your cousin. We, 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 we trying to go to the store. We trying to go to the park or some shit. Uh uh, you gotta take your cousin with you, man. Nobody wants this little motherfucker to come with them. You know what I'm saying? He looked like a wombat. And he gonna scare the hoes. Don't nobody want this boy with us. He looked exactly like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm saying it's just, it's just, it's just that beta male energy. You could never like, like you know, you don't have a shot in hell with any of these women that you go like this on. 
You do realize that, right? Because let me tell you something. R. Lennox is not only beautiful and sexy and very alluring, but she's talented, she's funny, she has a personality. You, nigga, you have no, you have no hope with no woman like that. So I guess coming at them sideways makes you feel, you know, I don't know. But anyway, that was just, I thought that was just weak. That was bullshit. And you know what I'm saying? They should, like her, her label, they should, they should have vetted, vetted him. You know what I'm saying? They should have vetted the questions, you know, what she would talk, what she wants to talk about, what she doesn't want to talk about, blah, 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 blah. That's what the label does. But apparently they didn't do that. But here's my thing. With all that said, I do think Ari is doing a lot. This is what I mean. Was what he did disrespectful? Yes. Was what he did, you know, terrible? Yes. You know. But you in the music industry, baby. You know what I'm saying? You're going to deal with terrible, nasty motherfuckers constantly. But every time you do that, you, you can't go into this, oh, I'm quitting doing interviews. Oh, I'm, I am I, I want out of my contract. I just want to be away and be happy. But baby, all that dramatic shit, stop it. Stop it. Because at the end of the day, your lyrics are your lyrics. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that someone gets to disrespect you based on the art that you create. What I am saying is, good Lord, you're talking about spitting on dicks and and, and, and spinning counterclockwise on penis and and, 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 and popping pussy and all that kind of shit like that. Like, And this ain't just one of your songs. Yeah, I mean, pretty. Listen, you, we, we pretty much gonna get it, 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 whoever that was saying Lyrics make Harry pussy music. I'm sorry, that shit still got me weak. But, but yeah, you, 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 you know, these are your lyrics, baby. So it's like you know, you can't go you know, like don't get it, get it twisted. How he came at you was lame. But let's be real. We not coming to you to talk about, you know what I'm saying, passing our rights on the streets of Calcutta, baby. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you're talking about pressure and your pussy crushing niggas and shit like that. That's what, pe that's what we're going to talk about. You know, we're going to talk about sex. But I mentioned this before. It's just this time that we're in is so fucking weird because you got all these fucking, you know, everybody's so sex positive and, oh, yay, up with the hoes and shit like that until you think they won. Then all of a sudden, I don't want to talk. And is that all that you think I am? Yes. Yes. I'm going to tell you, there's some more motherfuckers who real bad for shit like that. See you Instagram thought niggas. Oh God, and the and, and the OnlyFans girls and all y'all, they so exhausting. Yeah, this is not all that I am, and I am depth and I am the nigga. I get what you're saying. You probably a great, probably had AIDS in school and all that kind of shit like that. Man, spin around on this dick one more time. That's that's this what this is what this is what we came to see. You know what I'm saying? You can't get it both fucking ways. I get tired of that shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't be no half a asshole. You know if you if, if you gonna be out here preaching and teaching about the damn sex and motherfucking unhinging your jaw for dicks and shit like that, you gotta be prepared to, to talk about that shit at a moment's notice because this is what we know you for. This is 
is what we fucking know you for. You know, so I'm sorry, Ari, if you don't, I'm, granted, that was a lame nigga that came at you like that, but baby, you know, this, this like, again, this is what we know you for. Like, it's, it's one, it's one of these, it's, oh, I ain't calling, I'm not going to be messy and call names again, but it's, it's one well-known sex performer on Twitter that irks my soul. This motherfucker will sit up here and talk about how, you know, you have to respect your body and not let anybody just into your space and invade you. And, you know, I just don't believe in having sex when you first meet somebody. When that motherfucker said that, I was like, my nigga, I can literally type your name in my Vista right now and they will spit out 200 videos of you doing the gargantuan death drop on somebody's son knob right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, cut that shit out, you know. I'm more than it and you have to, and I have to take time to get the nigga, what? No, I mean, don't get it twisted. I understand. You a sex worker. Nobody enjoys bringing work home. I get that. But what you're not going to do is bring your motherfucking ass up in here after you just did the Kamea chop on some goddamn dick and talking about some damn, I just want to see, you just want to sit and talk about your feelings. Nigga, what? I'm sorry. Veered off subject there again. I'm sorry. But, but yeah, but that's my thing. The message ain't always congruent with the damn messenger. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have to make y'all 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 have to make this shit make sense. Is it Uchi Wiley? Is it one motherfucking mic? What do you want to be? You know what I'm saying? Cause you ain't about to be sitting up here talking about some goddamn gargling dicks and shit like that. And then when somebody asks you about a dick, all of a sudden, oh my god, <laughs> he doesn't respect me as I want to. No, baby, just uh, anyway. That's all I had to really say about that. I didn't articulate that as well as I could have, but I'm kind of high, so y'all have to bear with me. <laughs> but anyway, moving along to some things that I watch. So, okay, ain't no things. There's only one thing in here. So, um, well, before I talk about that, you know, Abbott Elementary continues to be an amazing fucking show. I did I can't say enough about it. That shit is is wholesome. It's funny. It's fresh. It's you know. It's it, I love it. You know what I'm saying. So shout out to Abbott Elementary. Um, but the show we're about to talk about, of course, Euphoria. Okay, so this week's episode was a lot as usual. You know, because Euphoria is a lot. But there are two things I kind of got. Well, the first thing I realized is this. I didn't realize how many of these characters in this show I actually don't do not like. Like this episode made me realize I don't like Rue. And I don't think I ever have liked Rue. And you know, it wasn't so much how she did oh boy, I mean it's just just the way she moves about it's just like you know it's she's reckless, but at the same time manipulative. But you know Zendaya is playing a brilliant character. But yeah, I don't like Rue. I'm I'm not anything. I'm not rooting for. Her. You know what I'm saying? Because because she gonna go get, get that woman gonna front you ten thousand dollars worth of dope, and you gonna sit up there and do that dope all by your goddamn self. You ain't gonna even try to flip. Listen, I I just hope everything comes out all right for her. But. The more interesting storyline this week I found was um 
we got the we got a little backstory on Cal. Nate's dead. So, you know, I, um, we all know Nate is this awful fucking human being. And what's so crazy is he's kind of a carbon copy of his father. You know, you know, kind of sociopathic and just, you know, typical white male. You white suburban male. You know what I'm saying? But in Cal's backstory, now we already knew that Cal was queer. You know, he, um, Nate, Nate is queer and Cal is queer. I, but they don't know this about each other. But because we've seen Nate, you know, um, link up to have sex with me and, you know, in the last season. Well, we get the backstory that, I mean, not Nate, I'm sorry, Cal. I'm, anyway, we get the backstory that Cal had a, a best friend in high school. You know, they was sports, white sports jocks and all that kind of shit like that. Woo -de -woo. And um, they fell in love with each other. And so, you know, um, while they are, you know, while, while they're kind of navigating these feelings for each other, whatnot, um, this woman, this girl, Marsha comes along, she takes a liking to Cal. And so, you know, they start fucking and they fucking like rabbits, apparently. Meanwhile, you know, Cal and his dude friend, they meet, they, they, they go to this bar and they kiss. It's, apparently, it's a gay bar on the outskirts of town or whatever. So they kiss. So, you know, while he realizing that he in love with this dude, she calls him and tells him, hey, I'm pregnant. And she, he has a mental breakdown and all that kind of shit in the bed. So that kind of, you know, sheds light on why his character is the way that he is. You know, he is pissed off because he feels like he got robbed of true love because he was gay. But then when she found out that this woman was having his baby, he had to be there. Blah, 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 blah. That fucking story. It's, it's I brought it. I bring it up because it's so funny because I feel like for the last couple of weeks I've been talking about that shit about these old latent homosexuals. And it's just crazy to see the storyline actually play out on TV. And it's like, like, because like, it's what I be trying to say. These men, you know, they be, and not, to, I know on this show it's extreme, you know, like, you know, to these murderous violence tendencies and shit like that. Not to that extreme, but these men just don't be, they be sociopathic in nature. You know what I'm saying? Because you done spent like 20, 30 years being, you know, hiding and all that kind of shit like that. So you have to learn how to be real furtive and fucking, you know, all that kind of shit in your movements and shit and stuff like that. But people, so you just naturally carry this air of not being trustworthy, you know. And it's just, and, and then on top of that, like it illustrated that bitterness that they have, you know, like, you know, I couldn't be who I wanted to be. You know, because of you, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And it's just like, yeah, it was just crazy to see it, you know, to see it in real time on TV. Because I was like, I be talking about this shit all the fucking time. <laughs> These motherfuckers go out here and get married. I'm telling you, 20-some years down the line, next thing you know, they out here fucking throwing dick and ass far and wide, you know, because they felt like they couldn't be who the fuck they wanted to be. And it's just like, I don't know. I just don't feel sorry for that shit. I just don't. I don't feel sorry for Cal. I don't feel sorry for that. I don't feel sorry for that kind of guy. You know. I say it all the time. Nigga, I was gay for it was cool. Shit, that shit was rough. But moving on. <laughs> But yeah, that was basically Euphoria this week. Um, shout out to my nigga Ashtray. Let me tell you something. When Ashtray was slapping Cal with that damn um with the butt of that shotgun, listen. <laughs> That's how you do it. If you go, if you go fucking holding, 
shit. Let me stop talking like I'm, I'm an expert at this shit. You gonna hold a nigga hostage, you slap him with the gun. Like, no, but listen, Ashtray and Fez, Ashtray, Fez, and Maddie are probably the only characters on this show that I actually like. You know, the rest of them kind of go to hell. Because, I, listen, I don't like Jules. You know, fucking um, Cat is just fading. Like, she just, at this point, Cat just, yeah, Cat just going on about her own business. Just go on, Cat. You know, yeah, yeah, Fez and Ashtray and motherfucking Maddie. And I don't know why I like Maddie, but I just do. But, yeah, them two I fucks with. <laughs> but, let's see. Before I get out of here, I did want to mention something. Um, let's see. It was a tweet. And shout out to one of my favorite mutuals to follow, Fit Boy You. Like, like that is a good ass dude on the social medias. And he um he tweeted something. Let me see if I can find it. Cause I just wanna I just wanna go on this a little bit. Since I have a little time. Where is all right. he said and, and also this is because I I haven't really talked about music. Um in a while, like I said, I haven't been listening to anything new. But he tweeted, what's a song everyone loves or love that you just never rock with? So, I thought it would be fun to mention just a few of mine before I got out of here. <laughs> so, the first one that comes up for me is, Have You Ever by Brandy. When I tell you I hate that song with the heat of a thousand burning suns oh god everything is just everything it's so hokey to me it's just everything they, the, the, the 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 beat just i don't i just don't like it i'm gonna tell you the main reason why though i have a big thing with people singing songs that i think are too mature in subject matter for them you know what i'm saying Brandy, you were like a smooth 16, 17 singing this damn song. Have you ever loved somebody so much it make you cry? Have you ever needed Nick? You don't know nothing about no damn love. Have you ever loved so much so much that make you cry? Hell no, but I'm going to tell you what I have done. I done loved so much, somebody so much that I fucking dropped down out of second story goddamn window to sneak to my fucking car to get in them said car and drive to them to help them change a flat tire. They had way across on the other side of goddamn town. Then drive back over to their goddamn apartment just to fuck a little bit, just, I guess as repayment for coming clear out of my bed with the person that I was with who... I know what love is, motherfucker. Just, hey, just, just, just let me put it like that. Shit. You're, you're a little young ass about something. Have you ever needed something so bad you can sleep at night? What, dick? Because I, because that's how I took it that you were thinking about. You 17 years old. Something about something. You rolling around in the bed with blue walls. Something about something. Have you ever needed something so bad you can't sleep at night? I wish my fucking 16, 17-year-old would. Get your hot ass in that cold ass tub. fuck wrong with you? But yeah, um, I've never really, I've, I've, I've never liked that song. I actually quite hate it. Let's see another song that. So okay, this song actually falls in the same vein of, like I said, a young motherfucker singing about shit they don't even know about yet. Usher, nice and slow. I have always hated this song. I oh. God, I never liked this fucking song. You sitting your fucking fresh 16-year-old ass up there talking about something nice and damn slow. Nigga, nice and what? 
Boy, if you don't get your little fast ass the fuck, I, I don't, I just have an issue with that. You're, you're young, stop it. Shay was, I was younger than him at that time, but it, it, that, that's neither here nor there, but that's something that's always bothered me. I never liked Nice and Slow. I thought that song was fucking, in the video, I remember the video, the girl was deaf or some shit like that, I don't know. Anyway, um, another song that I have, that everybody seemed to love that I just never, never grasped. Mary J. Blige, Be Without You. I just don't like that fucking song. And I'm going to tell you why it never fails. If that song has ever come on at a club, where at a particular type of club, or bar, or wedding reception, or family, or, or cookout or whatnot, I promise you, it's always the biggest, greasiest fucking glistening his ass couple there who gonna hug up when that song start coming on and when they get to that bridge part they gonna be singing the lyrics to each other all aggressive making gun fingers and shit in each other's face see this is me talk you if y'all don't sit y'all grease ass the fuck down so damn well and it, i'm telling you it's always that sweaty glistening ass couple and they gonna get up and be hugging on each other and all that moisture running around and oh god Ugh. it never fucking fails every fucking time i think about me without you i see that couple i see that same couple Dancing in front of a goddamn barbecue pit or some shit. I don't know. I hate that fucking song. Oh, God. Let me see. Another song that people love that I seem to hate. Pretty Wings by Maxwell. I don't. So, the reason I hate this song is because it's attached to a memory. Me, I'll never forget. There was this um, gas station back home where I'm from. It was a gas station called um, Jet 24. You, you old you old nigga from Baton Rouge if you remember Jet 24 but um it was a, it was the last Jet 24 on Florida Boulevard and I was there with my ex and um I remember um I don't know why but I was but I I, I saw some rubbers in the car so I'm like this so this motherfucker but I you know so he come he get he come out of the store he get back in the car and so I was like, I, I asked him like so what's he, what, what what this is and he saw the rubbers and as soon as he started opening his mouth, that song came on. That was my first time ever fucking hearing it. When I tell you this nigga lied for the duration of that fucking song, and when I tell, tell you stupid lies, like, and it was, and the whole time Max was in the background going off, pretty wings. Right when he hit that, that super high note, that nigga told the worst lie. And that's when I was like, oh, God, nigga. I almost threw that motherfucker out the car while I was moving. And to this day, I hate that fucking song. So that's the first, that's the memory that I have associated with that song. So it may not be a bad song. I just hate it. Fuck. Um, Halo by Beyonce. Listen, I, I, I'm a firm, I believe firmly that nobody likes that fucking song. It's just y'all pretend to because y'all know she likes it. Beyonce loves that damn song. She loves that song so much. And when I tell you, I hate that fucking song. Every time I look at her, it's just, it just, it, it just, I don't know. It just sounds like she in an off-white painted room screaming for no fucking reason. I don't know. But I have never liked Halo, but y'all keep pretending. Um, the song I mentioned earlier on it, listen. Y'all are crazy about that fucking song. 
And I, I, Jasmine, I'm talking about Jasmine Sullivan and Ari Lennox. They was literally just on the song screaming about dick. And I just, I was, it was really off-putting because it was the way they were singing. Like, it was just, like, it, the, the part that really got on my nerves, like, R was singing and she was pleading and, and she just, and you can tell she was sweating and she's singing about the dick. And next thing you know, Jazz just come out of nowhere, I want to sit on it! And I'm like, oh, it, it was just too much and the song was ridiculous. Like, it sounded like, um, it, every time I hear it, it sounds like, you know, you remember Reese and, um, I, I think it was Nisi and Reese from In Living Color? I don't know, but every time I hear that song, that's what I think about. It just that song don't it don't it don't it ain't never gave what y'all said it was supposed to gave. Y'all love that song, but that's also that's a testament to Jasmine Sullivan's fucking um her, her, her fan base and her following. I'd say it all the time. Nobody follows Jasmine Sullivan real tough, but fat girls and church sisters, and you know, and, and who and who who likes sucking dick and talk about sucking dick more than fat girls and church sisters. I'm sorry, y'all. I listen. I let's just move on. <laughs> Fucking um, I don't, this isn't necessarily a super popular song, but a certain demographic knows it, and I've always hated it. Luther Vandross's version of "Love Won't Let Me Wait." I that's his version of that song has left a taint on his entire career for me. Because I love that song. It's by a dude named Major Harris. But when I tell you that motherfucking um, Luther Vandross sucked every ounce of sex appeal out the damn song. And he it just, oh, when I tell you that song, I could be having a perfect day. But that song will come on and ruin my damn day. I hate that fucking song that much. Um, let me see. We only got a few more, y'all. <laughs> Um, Usher and Alicia Keys, my boo. I hate that fucking song. It's so cheesy and so schlocky and so unbelievable because see this. What, so this is when Alicia Keys first started transitioning from stud to film, and her music ain't been the same since. You know, and I, I ain't gonna lie. This last album she just put out, yeah, she. I think she coming back to us. But y'all know, look. Those of us who know, when I say those of us who know, my fellow LGBT, listen, we know Alicia's truth, and we know what happened when her music started suffering. You know what I'm saying? Look, them notes ain't been noting, them keys ain't been keying like they like they used to ever since. But I'ma leave that alone. But yeah, I've always hated that damn song. And finally, the last song I have written out. There's many more, but. Last one I got is Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk? Here's the thing. It's not a bad song. We all know it's not a bad song. The problem is, it's on the Tevin Campbell song, all you motherfuckers know. I'm so sick of seeing motherfuckers 19, 20, and 21 just getting to that one bridge so they can start screaming and fucking hollering. It ain't even Tevin Campbell's best song. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, God, y'all done turned me against that song so fucking bad. And it's like, you know, just because it, it never fucking fails. 
Every DJ got it on their fucking set list to play right right before they play before I let go. And just, y'all, please, find, please, for the love of God, find another Tevin Campbell song out there. You got my favorite fucking, which is Tomorrow. I fucking love this song. You know, Round and Round We Go. You can get that motherfucker. You can get, you know, Be Along With You. You can get Shush. Listen. But, but it's so many you can choose from, but y'all stuck on that one. Fuck. But, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to do that real quick because, you know, like I, said, I hadn't talked about music in a minute, and there we have it. <laughs> I told y'all this wasn't going to be long. We had a smooth 43, 44 minutes, and this is going to be the cutoff. Y'all, I appreciate y'all listening. Like, you know, especially these little episodes like this where I don't, you, where I notice we don't have my shit together, but you know what I'm saying? Y'all keep showing back up and listen anyway, and I appreciate you, and I fucking thank you. But with that said, to next week, drink your water, oil, scalp, mind your motherfucking business, man. I will holler at y'all.